well, well, good afternoon, morning, or evening, my friends, and welcome to Sip, Smoke, and Savor. I say that because uh, you have no idea what time it might be when you listen to this. Because we're listening to it anytime. Right. We're now on demand in iTunes uh, as a podcast. Plus, one of the great things about being on Radio Brave is that Radio Brave repeats the show uh, multiple times during the week. So we're on at all times. You can be at like 3 in the morning getting your getting your drink on, uh, you know, just uh, enjoying Sip, smoke, and savor. So we're glad you're here. Welcome. My name is Cruz. My partner, Ian Barry. Welcome to the show. And uh, an exciting one today because this is the first show. We hope to do this a lot. This is the first show where we've actually uh, taken the uh, the mobile gear. This, this makes it our road. maiden voyage, our even. maiden voyage, yeah. And maiden I'm, voyage. And I'm saying I'm pretty excited because we've started almost on time. Uh, which is uh, which is pretty exciting for the maiden voyage, but we are at Friendly Fire Cigars. Friendly Fire uh, Cigars uh, just their soft opening. Yep. last yeah. weekend. Yes, yeah. brand new location in Houston, and we have Mike here from Friendly Fire who is going to be providing us some great cigar knowledge uh, as the show goes on today. So, uh, thank you for having me. Under, understand you are like really knowledgeable about boutique blends, which is kind of that's kind of what I like the most, generally mm-hmm. speaking. So. Uh, so we'll have lots of questions for you. So. Okay. Absolutely. So, Ian, when I get to the part about where I usually ask you, smoke anything interesting this week, it'll be more like smoking anything interesting now because we will be actually sampling uh, during the show. Right. If you ask me that now, I'm going to say I'm about to. About to. About yeah, to. I'm about to. So uh, so a lot going on on the show today. Uh, Mike from Friendly Fire is here. We want to tell you about this new uh, place to smoke and place to find cigars in Houston. And uh, we also are going to be tasting uh, a couple of different interesting uh, brews here today. We have actually already opened this one, so maybe we'll just do the tasting on this in our first segment. That's not usually how we do it, but maybe we'll, maybe we'll do this. This is uh, something that Ian brought in, and it's called October Fiesta. Ian, tell me the story of, uh, of why you chose this beer. I chose this beer solely on the packaging. Because yeah. I know you have an affinity for the Day of the Dead. I do. It's like, stuff. like I do. I love that stuff. And also, it's a free tail beer. <laughs> it's a free tail beer, and I, I went in to get the uh, Soy und Berliner, uh-huh. which I think is a brilliant beer. It's a little bit sour, and uh, it's just I've been really having that taste lately. However, they didn't have it in stock, but they did have this. And so I looked at it and said, that's what we're drinking today. And I got that and a bag of ice, and I stuck it in my cooler, and here we are. Well, now, sometimes, and I should, I should uh, emphasize this on the show, sometimes we will only have one bottle uh, or one can of the beer that we're going to taste and, and talk about the, the flavor of and what have you for the show. So especially when we have guests like Mike on today... We don't want to be like giving everybody a third of a bottle. Of, like we need more to drink. So, <laughs> right. point. so we bring the extra beers and uh, and the extra spirits. And so this started out as just being our extra. But uh, Mike and I are both over here going, "Wow, this, this is, very is good." good. It, it turned yeah. it turned from, "Hey, this is just what we're having to drink along with our show today." Yes. So now we're going to do a full review on it. So, Ian, what do you think? This is uh, October Fiesta. Uh, you know. From the name, what the name implies is that it might be a, a combination of a Mexican-style beer and maybe like a traditional German, you know, more Oktoberfest-ish uh, uh, beer. What, what do you make of this? I haven't even read the can other than the name. Uh, however, uh, I drank mine already, which means I'm ahead of you. 
and I did enjoy it. It's very upfront. The flavor is very upfront. I don't think it's a very balanced beer because it leaves almost immediately. There's right. not a lot the of flavor, middle. The flavor kind of hits you right there's, up front, there's and not the a lot of gone. right. Yeah. There's yeah. not a lot of finish to it, which is okay too because it makes it very drinkable, very sessionable. Mm-hmm. Uh, me, I want a little more mid and uh, and 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 aftertaste in my beer. But that being said. I did finish it ahead of both of you guys. Well, I will. Yeah, that's, <laughs> so, that's true. So obviously, I don't have too many grapes. About it. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is true. Now, I really like this because I get an almost immediate pow of flavor. Right, the malt right up front. It's is got very the nice. maltiness yeah. right up front. You get a little bit of that. I don't even know how to describe it. That sort of. Um, German beer crispness. Do you know what I'm trying to I articulate? I do. It do. Yeah. It actually kind of seems to ride the line between. It's like an Oktoberfest pilsner. Right. Right. It's, right. Because it's, it's very crispy. Right in the middle, it just the 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 malt goes away and turns into a crispy, and it finishes almost immediately. So. Well, I absolutely. Uh, so I like it. It doesn't bother me that the finish goes away so quickly because what that does for me is it says. Have another drink, have another and so I go right back to the uh, to the can of the glass or, or whatever, yeah. and, very and have another one. Way, so yes. very sessionable. I really prefer that in my beers. Plus, as you know, I'm a fan of the IPA. One of my biggest gripes with IPA is that some of the ones that are so enjoyable from a bitterness standpoint, I have trouble pairing with cigars because that lingering bitterness kind of finish. makes the cigar taste bitter, yeah, and uh, and so w- that's one of the reasons I enjoy the session ales. The finish isn't quite as bitter, goes away faster, and so you get to pair the cigar with more of the maltiness of the beer mm. instead of the bitter hops kind of taking over and and kind of imbalancing your cigar. Does well, that make sense? Well, if you're like me and you, just, and you just drink a ridiculously malty beer to begin with, <laughs> then the finish is malty and it adds a sweetness to your cigar. Well, I will tell you that this <laughs> is going to be a great one with a cigar <laughs> because yeah, I've got, I can, I it's, got the, it's got the nice maltiness. The, there's not too much bitter on the back end. And plus, I, I'm, I'm just a sucker for the whole Day of the Dead thing. And you've got, I'm showing this to the Facebook Live uh, camera, but you've got the, the guy on here with his you know, Oktoberfest hat. His uh, I, I, is that is that a Mexican mustache or is that a German Oktoberfest? I mustache? think that's a German mustache. Okay. But he's holding his beer stein, his German like, beer stein with the Texas uh, flag logo. It's on, like so. a German Day of the Dead thing. I, yeah. I, like I said, I bought I'm it solely it. for the packaging. The packaging got it. me on that. Well, and I would buy it again for the packaging again because it just looks that cool. Well, and I also have to mention Freetail. Uh, they make some great beers. I haven't had a bad one. Their yeah. Bad Out of Hells is fantastic as well. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. So now we're speaking your language. Mike, what do you think of this uh, beer? I like, I like the flavor of the uh, of this beer here. It has a little citrusy finish on the back uh-huh. end. Yeah. And yep. I would pair this. I wouldn't pair this with a full body smoke. I would pair this with something like a mild smoke. Really? That way it won't, it won't compete with the beer taste. Right, right. But okay. It's a, it's a fantastic beer. You know, people are beginning to talk more and more about the pairing of craft beer and cigars. Mm-hmm. It didn't used to be something you really thought of. And, you know, people would pair wines and certainly scotches and other, other spirits. But now people are pairing... Um, Craft beers a lot more. Are you noticing that, Mike? Yeah. Uh, Prodermal came out last year with a series of uh, cigars that they're pairing specifically, specifically yeah. for, for craft beers. I have one of those in my humidor oh, right now. Which one do you have? Do you remember? It's. I think it's just... 
I don't know that they made a bunch of different ones. Uh, I just have one that I found at a cigar shop when I was up in Minnesota. We talked about that a while mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just stopped in a cigar shop on my way up there uh, just outside of uh, Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Super nice guys. And they had this. And I said, you know what? I'm going to get that. And I never got a chance to smoke it. So it's mm-hmm. sitting in my humidor waiting for me to find a beer to go with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I believe they're called the Dram Series. I'm not sure. But I, I think that's that right. That sounds yeah. right. But I, think I can't remember the, the rest series. of it off the top of my head. Right? Yeah. And they right. have a listing of all the beers and the cigar that match with them so it's supposed to be a pretty good series i, I may have to look one. that up i may have to dig deeper then yeah. yeah now one of the things we'll ask you mike uh, when we get into probably the next segment is with a with a shop like yours which you've just uh, done your soft opening so i assume there's a grand opening coming right yeah we haven't set the date specifically for that yet right. we're looking to try to do it maybe sometime during the football season we got a little bit more crowd a little steady well, crowd coming through as and long as we get invited we'll oh yeah you guys are definitely invited <laughs> you guys are definitely right. invited well one of the things I, I will be asking you in the in the next segment is you know you've got a great humidor it's not a huge humidor so you don't have the luxury of like just stocking it with anything you want so i'm going to ask you like how do you make the choices of what you want to put in there? We'll get to that next segment. Okay. Think, think okay. about that a little bit because okay. we'll get to that next segment. But I also want to encourage people to, and I, and I'll, I just, you know, we, I think we've got time here in this segment. I'll just say this. I was so excited when we came out for the soft the opening. The soft opening, yeah. Because, uh, and, and this is not a knock on any other uh, cigar lounge or cigar bar, but this place from the second I walked in, felt by far the friendliest of any cigar uh, uh-huh. lounge that I that I had ever been in. It's just it's kind of open. Uh, it's it's not as dark, maybe not as intimidating. Like you know, it right. doesn't it doesn't have that. And don't get me wrong, I love the whole like wood paneling, mm-hmm. heavy oak you know vibe. But this this is different. This is like this is a place you I can think it's, just hang out. On I weekend, think it's set know? up a little backwards from most cigar shops that you walk into because most cigar shops are cigar shops that have a lounge, and the lounge is and kind this, of in the, in the back. Somewhere. Right. Yeah. This mm-hmm. seems to be a lounge that happens to be a cigar shop. Uh, I like. Wow. That. And to me, that feels nice when you walk in the door. The first thing you see is the lounge. People right. sitting around, and there's a counter there and everything. It does look like a, it's a definitely a business. It looks like a nice business. But but the first thing you see when you walk in the door is not the hard sale. It's come in and sit down with all these nice big oh, fluffy I chairs. That. Was it, now was that by design? Is that something you wanted to do, or is it just kind of the way it happened as you laid it all out? Well, I wanted to create the atmosphere first. I mean, every, we can get cigars from anywhere, but I wanted to create the atmosphere first. So I wanted to be a welcoming atmosphere. I want you to come in, check out the place, tell me what you think about it. And then if you, you know, desire, go ahead and get into the humidor. Yeah. But it doesn't it doesn't do me any good if you don't like the place because the humidor wouldn't even matter. Right. So I just needed you to feel welcome when you come in. And hopefully, you know, I do my best at doing that. You're right. There's plenty of places to buy cigars. Right. Yeah. But you you kind of at this stage of the game, because there's so many choices, you want to buy cigars at a place where you really like and want to support. Right. And that was kind of the vibe that I got when I came in here the first time. Oh, it took me a few years going into different cigar shops to, well, actually, it took me a couple years going into different cigar shops to even realize that they had lounges. Some of them had lounges That's in right. the back. That's right. And then, I'm not even entirely sure. 
well. I'm not even entirely sure how long uh, it took me to figure out that I could go back there sometime. <laughs> right, <laughs> that it was that it was allowed. <laughs> and in some cases, it's not unless you're a member. So we'll talk a little bit about that when we come back. I do want to talk about what's in the humidor, how you choose it, and I think we may uh, light up this uh, sampler cigar that I'm so excited to uh, smoke here. Uh, when we come back in our next segment, you're listening to Sip, Smoke, and Savor, Craft Beer, Craft Spirits, and Fine Cigars. We're live at Friendly Fire Cigars on Dairy Acid Road in Houston. Smoke and savor. It's about craft beer, craft spirits, and fine cigars. Uh, today's show is either being broadcast or Facebooked live uh, from Friendly Fire Cigars or recorded at Friendly Fire Facebook Cigars. Facebook Live is fun. It kind of is, isn't it? I need yeah. to remember to post that we have this going on yes. right now. Well, we're, you know, we're really, I have to say, we're really getting things together. The, the Facebook pages uh, come a long way this last week. We're now like in the uh, directory in uh, in the Radio Brave uh, website, and we're now available for download or uh, streaming on iTunes in the that, podcast. Directory. That's pretty fantastic. So, yeah. I'm real excited so about if that. If you just search "sip, smoke, savor" in iTunes, or you click podcast and then search it, you'll find us right away. And I think there's three shows up now uh, right. at the time that we're recording this, and then. Uh, more to come. So and that's really sip, smoke, and that. savor, four words, no commas, uh, if yes, you're looking for you it on the s- podcast. Yeah, you could actually search it sip, smoke, savor, and it will come oh, up. Oh, okay. I haven't yeah, tried that so, yet. I, I, uh, I uh, put it up with no commas because that's yep. the way we had it. Mm-hmm. So, we got the logo. The logo looks great, by the logo way. logo looks great. That's up Love on the that. Facebook page. And so, so we're getting there, slowly but surely. We're still a fairly new operation, although not as new. As friendly fire cigars, which is where we are, uh, where we are broadcasting from. The first today. word is friendly. Friendly, that's right, and it, it totally that. makes sense. And Mike from Friendly Fire is here. Mike, you guys just did your soft opening. You said you you'll have a grand opening at some point, mm-hmm. but uh, man, what is it like trying to get a cigar lounge and shop with a humidor ready to open? Is that like? Uh, is there craziness like we don't even think about? It's it's 16 hours a day for four months straight. Wow. Uh, it was nerve-wracking. But at the end of the day, uh, it's all well, you know, it's all worth it. And, and, I, I and product sometimes you get to smoke a cigar. Yeah, you get to smoke a cigar or two there. Yeah. Know, In fact, little. we're going to do that right now. I did want to mention coming up, we will be tasting. We tasted the... Uh, October Festival, or uh, sorry, October Fiesta October uh, from Fiesta. retail. Uh, and we will also be tasting, and I brought this just for Ian because you're such a fan of the big beers, uh, Moody Tongue Brewings uh, Caramel Chocolate Churro Porter. Wow. That's a lot going on. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah. So, Porters are so good. They lend themselves to so many flavors, too. Yeah. So. Plus, you brought a scotch. What are we tasting in the scotch? This is the Glen Morangi Lasanta. Oh. That is the Glen Morangi, 12 years old, but aged in a sherry cask. You just got oh. Mike's attention. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Which, by the way, this is nice because it looks like this is a Maduro wrapper on the cigar, and mm. sherry cask 
goes really good with Maduro. Actually, that's really exciting. Well. That's yeah. the mistake a lot of people makes. That's actually a Connecticut broadly. Wow. No How kidding. Did they, why yeah. is that so dark? dark like a Maduro, though? What's because going on here? This is a fermentation process. They actually leave it out in the sun a little longer. So that's actually a Connecticut uh, broadleaf wrapper. So I'm showing this to the uh, Facebook Live corrected. camera. But this yeah, is, uh, that, that's interesting that that's Connecticut broadleaf. Because I've seen cigars that are classified Maduro mm. that are lighter mm. in color than this is. I would have yeah. never guessed that. Yeah, it's a, it's a fantastic smoke. Um, well, let's light this bad boy up, shall yeah, we? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, all right. So, uh, Mike, you light first because this is your shop. And uh, while he's doing that, I just want to mention that uh, this cigar, and Michael tells us more about this, but this cigar is part of the Flathead line from CAO, which is relatively new. I love CAO in general. If you go to our Facebook, the first yes. picture of a cigar that I put up is yes. actually a Flathead. That's right. That and the I Facebook, by the way, is facebook.com slash sip, smoke, and savor, correct? Sip, smoke, and savor, right. one word. Thank you, sir. So, yeah, so Ian, you... Uh, I'd you also like to point out that Mike has the coolest looking table lighter ever. You know, it looks like if anyone has ever played Mass Effect, <laughs> it looks like the alien, uh, uh, the synthetic aliens in Mass Effect. You are such a geek and I, I love that. I am such a geek. <laughs> I just hope my wife like is like taking a quick break and wasn't listening to that part of the show because she's going to go, seriously, you went there. You went there. Uh, no, it, they do. It looks like the aliens in Mass Effect. It's awesome. So uh, here's hoping that uh, all you Facebook people just saw me try to light the wrong end of a cigar. <laughs> That's great. Oh, see, the, yeah. See, I now you know. Yeah, now now you know we're cigar experts, guys, because that's that's the thing. No, no, no. That is the right side. It's a close foot. Oh. Oh, see. Ah, it's close. Foot. I stand corrected at standing corrected. <laughs> all right. So this is the foot of the cigar here. Mm -hmm. It's a close foot now. Mike, do you know? Is there an advantage? Like, is it just a style of rolling? Is there something, some advantage to the flavor for a closed foot? Well, I, you know, some people say that it, it helps with an even burn when you light the cigar. Huh. The closed right. foot helps. It, it, it helps with the even burn. burn. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Some says you know it doesn't have any effect at all, but I, I think it's all people' personal preference how they like it. As far I, as the blender goes, I do love that there are so many different styles and and types of smokes that are mm -hmm. coming out now i mean it used to be you know back in the days of like pre-cigar boom and even during the boom when when cigars were kind of hard to get um that you were lucky to even just be able to find a torpedo you know like right. uh, but now there's so many different you know perfectos and things with the little curlicue thing on the uh, on the head of the cigar or something like this with a closed foot mm -hmm. a lot of different styles and things out there which i think is which I think is just fun. So I'm gonna see now that this. close foot confused me because I don't remember, uh, I don't remember clipping my uh, cigar. And then when I looked at it, while well, I smoked the Christophs a lot of times, and the the end that you clip actually looks just like that as well. Right, right. right. So and, <laughs> and it does make it to where you can't draw. Yeah, it when you're first starting to light, you have to get it burning before you can draw. Yeah, and but but it opens up as soon as you get, like you almost light, instantly. It, it I got that now. Opens yeah. Up on it. Mm -hmm. There yep. you go. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Which is what threw me into panic because I had no draw at first. So, Mike, this was a, a cigar you said, because I said to you, hey, uh, pick out some things you think we should smoke and talk about. Mm -hmm. And this was the first one you picked. Tell me what your uh, thoughts are about this and what made, you, uh, what made you really interested in this cigar. I think it's probably one of the most underrated uh, cigars in the Flathead line. I mean, the, four, the V6060 was actually in Cigar Aficionado Top 25. 
I personally think that the spark plug should have been there. Um, it has real complexity to it. You, you start off, you think it's a little bit of bitter, a little bit of malt on it. And then it gets like a little chocolatey in the second, third aspect mm. of the cigar. I love the first take it's on it. The first take smoke. is great. right off the bat. There's such a a big amount of smoke when mm-hmm. you draw. I mean, like, yes. mm-hmm. like well, it's just such a big, big smoke. And maybe smoke. that's because of the closed foot that we were talking about. Yeah. Like, once you burn through that with the lighter, uh, yeah. then you've got the whole foot of the cigar like really, you know, really lit up, and so. The, yeah, the draw is super Now, just easy, to describe right? those of you that are listening, this has the silver striped with green label on it. Mm-hmm. So this is the flathead with the silver stripe and the green label, and it says flathead at 450 on it. Yeah, right. it comes in a little green box. Some guys don't give the cigar a chance just because of the packaging, but I guarantee you. It's also you- a, a, a box press as yes, well. Yes, it's yeah. a box press. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said earlier, it's a Connecticut Broadleaf. The binder is a Connecticut shade, so it has all kind of complexities going there. And wow. the fillers are Nicaraguan. So I was going to say it doesn't come across Connecticut at all. No, it there's there's like, a little bit of spice to it yeah. that I wasn't expecting. Yeah, it's, it's really it's, nice. It's, yeah, it's considered a medium to full cigar. Uh, it has Nicaraguan fillers in there. Um, it's just a beautiful smoke. Wow. Now you said that you said that the. Uh, Something about the packaging is a little off-putting. Yeah, the packaging. I think the packaging puts people off a little bit because it's in a little green box, so mm. you can't really see the cigar itself. Mm. But if I mm-hmm. mean cigar smokers, if they see how beautiful this wrapper is, how shiny it is, it's pretty amazing. Now you said earlier this yeah. is a Connecticut wrapper, which is strange because mm-hmm. it's such a dark wrapper yeah. that just immediately threw me off. It, because they leave it out in the sun a little longer. And the Connecticut, even the Connecticut wrappers, they leave, they put it in the shade so it still has a little hint, a little brownish to it. But this one right here, they actually leave the whole tobacco out. That's a very dark wrapper. And it's it has phenomenal flavor. Yeah, well, I'm a Maduro guy, and this mm, tastes like, like a, a Maduro. really great yes. Maduro. Yes, it you know? does. It doesn't have the sweetness on it, though. You know, it has a, a little bit of a, a stringency almost on the end, like a, almost a bitterness, but not in a bad way. I find it really earthy. and I Earthy like, is a good way. I uh, like earthy in... in in the way that this cigar tastes, I really like earthy. Not right. every earthy is good. I've had some earthies that almost feel like you're like, like, like hey, yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> like, or, or that you're or, or almost like you're licking the dirt. You know, like <laughs> it's so uh, earthy, and and I can appreciate it, but it doesn't become one of my favorites. Right, this could easily become a favorite cigar right here. Mm-hmm. This is fantastic. Like you, this you got more of these in the humidor. Uh, you got more of these in the humidor? Oh yes. Oh good, because I'll be taking some home. This oh, yeah. makes me feel almost like uh, like a, like a campfire, but in a good way. You know, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of smoke. It's a light smoke though. It's not a big, heavy, dense smoke. There's mm-hmm. a little bit of bitterness on the end, mm-hmm. which I'm liking. Mm-hmm. Um, there might be a little bit of nutmeg in there, or something that's right there on the edges of it. That's just flavoring the aftertaste of this it's really nice as well, well it's really good and i'm as we smoke this like as we smoke it down i'm interested to see you mentioned uh, mike it getting a little chocolatey in the second half yeah so. it gets a little uh that chocolatey malt like bitter mm-hmm. chocolate in the mm-hmm. middle part of oh, the cigar, love it. The second third and uh it's a it's to me i, I like my cigars to be consistent mm-hmm. i mean i like it to be have some complexity to it 
I, I don't like it. I like the, the taste that I get in the first third. I don't want it in the second third. Well, I tell you what, we're going to continue to describe this as we smoke it. It's fun being able to actually smoke during the show, and that's, mm. what, we, uh, that's what we're excited about doing today. This is uh, Sip, Smoke, and Savor. It's craft beer, craft spirits, and fine cigars. And we're at a house of fine cigars today. Uh, Friendly Fire Cigars on Derry Ashford Road. 1905 South Derry Ashford Road in Houston. We'll tell you more about the shop when we come back, more about this cigar, and I believe we have a scotch to taste. That's coming yes, up. Oh, yes. It's Sip, Smoke, and Savor. Sip, Smoke, and Savor. Thank you guys so much for listening. However you are listening to us, we're available uh, on demand at iTunes. Uh, just search Sip, Smoke, and Savor in the podcast directory. Uh, we're also available um, on Radio Brave all the time. Like They play the show uh, way more than I think they realized they were going to. So Also <laughs> Facebook Live right yes, now. Yes, we're Facebook Facebooking live? You, know, you so, don't say you're Facebook living, you say you're Facebooking live. Facebooking live. I Facebook living. Right. <laughs> yes. Whatever it is. That's what There's got to be so. some kind of like three-letter contraction for that. We are doing the show uh, on the road. We're live at uh, Friendly Fire Cigars, uh, 1905 South Derry Ashford Road in Houston. A brand new shop, but I almost don't think of it as much as, as a shop. I think of it more as... A cigar lounge, and mm-hmm. uh, Mike uh, from Friendly Fire is here. Was that by design, Mike? Was, was, was your thought first being a lounge and then being a shop? I know we talked about this a little bit right. in the earlier segment, but I was I was wondering, did you did you plan it that way? Yeah, I, I kind of did. I, I visit a lot of cigar shops around the country, and one of the more successful cigar shops, the lounge was comfortable. The lounge. The lounge. Mm-hmm. And it didn't have to be brand new nice walls it just had to be a comfortable atmosphere well you know your name is perfect friendly fire because i want to this is the friendliest cigar lounge i've ever walked in like i want to talk about the comfort level too i don't know where you got these chairs <laughs> <laughs> now these chairs that we're sitting in are fine but the chairs that are in the lounge oh section right oh now, yeah like these things are dangerous they, they are and they're responsible for the build out taking as long as it did. <laughs> How does that happen? Yeah, I just falling asleep, you know, two hours of work and ten hours of sleep. It just takes a little longer. I can I can definitely see falling asleep in one of these chairs. We came out for the soft opening on Saturday, yes. and I sat down and immediately went, "Oh my gosh, my day hasn't even been that long, but this is so good." Yes, so good. <laughs> right. Now the shop has got. You walk in. There's a big open uh, a lounge area mm. uh, with a couple of different like. I'd say like three, four different seating zones, right. I guess. Yeah, and then you've got a, a sort of a more private room back in the back. Is that just to keep, uh, like, for people who just want it a little quieter, or is that like a special party room? What's the thought behind that? Well, I wanted I wanted several conversation areas. I mean, you got mm-hmm. guys who who want to talk business, and sometimes they need to be by themselves. So I made I, I made it out to 
design it where you can go to the back room and be comfortable. Right. You can come to the table over. You can come to the table and be comfortable. I just wanted several conversation areas for the shop, and I it totally works. Too. And I and I hope that it worked out. I think it. I think it did. Totally, totally works. So tell me about uh, how you decided um, what you wanted to stock your humidor. It's a nice size humidor, but mm-hmm. it's not one of the like world's largest humidor. Right. Come in and get right. lost. Jr. Cigars, New York. Type right, of place. right. Uh, it's it's small. It's got a great boutique selection. Mm-hmm. What? How did you go about deciding? Okay. This is the space we have. What there are we going to fill that with? There is no filler in There's there. No filler. Right. That that is all got to be hand picked. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it had to. For, in order for me to get the cigars in the humidor, it had to have two things that I really wanted. First of all, the price point had to be good. Second, it had to have a quality and consistent smoke, at least a ninety plus rating. And I think I've reached it. I think about eighty percent of my cigars, ninety percent of them actually have a 90-plus ratings on their consistent brands. And even though we have a smaller humidor now, we're going to expand in the fall, I still have to make sure that my customers are getting their bang for the buck, what I have in there for right now. So your your thought was that price, or at least value to right. price, yeah. was, was a part of your thinking, right? Yes, because most customers assume that if you're smoking an expensive cigar, that is necessarily a good cigar. Right. And I can show you, I can tell you about eight or ten cigars that are under eight bucks that smoke like some of the higher line cigars. See, now, that's what I love. We have something discovery. on here we call quality versus price. Okay? Right. Mm-hmm. Now, I said that backwards from the way we've said this a bunch of times on this show. We call it uh, price versus quality. Price versus quality However, yes. it's been, it's been uh, brought to my attention by a friend of mine who is well-versed in the mathematics that that actually is a division sign when you say verse. Oh so apparently, God. quality versus price. Me, you called me a geek for thinking that this lighter <laughs> looked like something from Mass Effect. Apparently, quality versus price is more correct than price versus okay. quality. All right. So, so we're officially changing it to now. Assuage, it's now. It's to assuage my friend. <laughs> So okay. or I'm gonna have to yeah. hear about her. But anyway, so uh, quality versus price. Quality versus yeah. price is is a scale that we use when you right. pick up a cigar. Sometimes you pick up a cheap cigar, right? What I call my lawn mowing cigars. Right. We, we had right. a discussion about that before the program. Absolutely. What I call my lawn mowing cigars. And sometimes I go, you know, this is not a great cigar, but for the two dollars that I paid for this, right. this is a great cigar. <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> that's, that's exactly high right. on yeah. the exactly scale. Right. That's yeah. very high on the scale. That means I don't mind paying this. I almost feel like I should have paid more, and I'd still be happy. Right. And uh, so when you have something that's right at scale, that's nice. You know, when you buy that 45th anniversary Padron and it is really that, that good. good. right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's great. If you feel like you should have paid more, it goes higher on the scale. If you go, nah, I could have paid a little less for this, then it goes a little lower on the scale. And I love that. I love that price point because uh-huh. that makes a huge difference to me and how much I enjoy a cigar. Right. Right. I think, I mean, see, my shop, I got a lot of guys that come here consistently. So the cigars that... That you might have price for eighteen or nineteen bucks, guys can't don't spend that kind of money every day. Spend that money, yeah, yeah, spend that every day. Yeah, absolutely. But if you got a cigar that smokes for eighteen bucks and you spend six or seven, I mean, it makes it makes everybody's happy. The the guy sees value in the cigar, and the Mm. value is seen where you think that you're smoking a twenty dollars stick for seven bucks, six Mm -hmm. bucks. Yeah, well. I'm not going to mention what cigar it is because I want to actually right. review this uh, on a future show. Mm-hmm. But my sort of everyday go-to cigar mm-hmm. is something that is very inexpensive. It's just one that I've discovered that's super inexpensive but that I really 
love. Not just like, okay, this is good for the price, but that I really love. And one of the most frustrating things is when I go and I spend $10, $12, $15 on something, I'm all excited about it, and I bring it home and smoke it, and I think I would have enjoyed one of my go-tos for a few bucks more right. than so, I just that's, enjoyed this right. fourteen ninety five smoke. Or well, and even though that yeah. may be a good smoke, mm-hmm. that right. still rates low on that particular scale because right. that's the way you feel about mm-hmm. it. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. So uh, I, I, I totally understand what you're saying, and you are right. If, you, if you're looking for a customer who's going to come in here on a very regular basis, mm-hmm. you know, unless you hang with, with different people than I do, mm-hmm. they're not going to be dropping twenty bucks on every cigar they buy. Right? You know, those are they're, special time. Those cigars. are special time cigars. Well, especially if you're trying to introduce people to cigars, you got some guys who are just trying to get into it. Right. And so you want to show them a good quality stick. You want to show them the lifestyle that, is, that is, it is affordable. Mm-hmm. You just got to know what sticks to pick out. Right. That's right. And That's so I, right. I try to show them cigars that I think that are high rating and they have good quality and consistency, and they can do it at a good price. Mike, if I can ask, what's the price on these uh, CAO uh, Flathead? Uh, tell me the name of this one again. CAO Spark Plug. Spark Plug, spark plug. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What's the price on these Spark it's Plugs? It's six seventy five and one twenty for the box. Wow. Wow. This that's is a pretty great nice. yeah. So yeah. our what is it now, Ian? Value the quality, quality versus price. Quality now. versus right. price. Okay. So on that, this is going to wind up looking really good mm-hmm. because that's not expensive, Mm-mm. and this is smoking like a champ. Yeah, yeah it's great. I am look loving this. The, I'm about a third of the way in. Those of you on Facebook, look at how even this is smoking. Mm-hmm. Look at the nice dense ash on the end of smoking nice and cool and you can see one of the differences between ian and myself because i have left the band on his is already off that's just we've, we've talked about that on the show before like you're <laughs> that always might just be me me yeah. being hand fidgety too you know like, <laughs> well, you are you are a guitar player so you're used to like the that, fingers do moving stuff. around doing stuff you know right and now uh, i have a mic in one hand right right because so i'm actually holding my mic since we're on location i didn't bring an extra stand so i'm holding my mic which makes me want to sing Oh, well, uh, I think in the next segment, I think you should bust loose. All right. (laughs) I don't know how to do that without a guitar, though. It's so bizarre to me. That's that's part of that safety net, that prop. That's what, yeah, I have to have that prop a little bit. If you you got the guitar. Karaoke is very strange to me, too, like that. All right. Well, we uh, have only got just a little bit of time left in this segment. So when we come back, we'll still have plenty uh, uh, plenty of these spark plugs left. When we come back, I want to see how this pairs with the scotch that you've uh, brought in. And this is, man, this looks exciting. The glimmering. Look at the color on it. It looks very tasty. Sherry Caspian. Have you had this before, Mike? I never had it before. Uh, It's like a reddish uh amber color, and it's gorgeous. It's aged 12 years, and it's going to be awesome. So we'll be coming back to that. Also, want to start, and maybe we'll do this with the scotch. Uh, but I want to start a new tradition on the show where, you know, uh, this is episode number seven. I want to start a new tradition where every week we uh, toast someone or something uh, that we feel like is, you know, worthy toastable. of being toasted. Mm. That's toastable. Toastworthy. Yeah. So, and I have something today that I think you're going to love that is absolutely toastable. So I can't wait to hear it. We'll, uh, we'll have that when we come back. And we have, uh, what else is going on? Oh, um, the um, there was a great article in the Houston Chronicle that I want to uh, mention uh, that I want to talk about later in the show. Um, the definition of craft brewing is changing and adjusting, and one of the reasons is because the major brewing companies 
are buying either outright or buying into a lot of the craft breweries. Interesting. And one mm. of our favorites from very early on in the show, Ian, was just purchased a, a major part of their uh, of their brewery was just purchased by one of the big guys, and it's Granger Brewing. Wow. So I want to talk about that when we come back, because this is an interesting development. And as uh, aficionados, let's say, of the craft beer, like, does that change the way we feel about a Granger uh, when they, you know, when they land at, 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 you know, the money door? You know what I mean? Right. And they get paid right. and they get, they get a big investor. So uh, we'll talk about that coming up and uh, we'll continue to review this excellent cigar from CAO. We're at Friendly Fire Cigars. This is Sip. Smoke and Walking say. on the beach in a while, Playing on the golden sand Looking at the ocean now I understand Love is like the open sea And I wish you were here with me Welcome back to Sip, Smoke, and Savor. My name is Cruz. My co-host is Ian Barry, and we are uh, broadcasting live today from Friendly Fire Cigars on Derry Ashford Road in Houston, 1905 South Derry Ashford. So it's about like halfway between I-10 and the West Park, I would say is the right, easiest, right. easiest way to describe it. Just north of Westheimer. It's, yeah, it's Energy Corridor all the way, and Mike from Friendly Fire is with us, and he has suggested... Our smoking of these wonderful, Ian and I are both just loving this. Uh, I, this I have to point CAO out that it's taken this long for me to even tip my cigar once, tip the ash, mm. and I only did that because at some point in time it's going to fall on my white shirt. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the only no, reason. And I do love that when you can carry that ash yeah. for a while. Mm-hmm. Do love it. All right, we're going to get to the scotch in a minute and see how this uh, pairs with uh, the spark plug. But first, it's time for a new uh, segment we're just simply going to call the Sip, Smoke, and Savor Toast of the Week. Toastworthy. Toastworthy, yes. We'll find something toastworthy each week. It might be a story in the news. It might be a person. It might be uh, just a thing. Uh, maybe a, a new law gets passed or voted down, hopefully, mm-hmm. in some cases. Uh, so things that are toastworthy. And today, we want to toast someone who's about to have a birthday. Now, before you go, oh, great. It's a birthday toast. It's a birthday toast. Okay. Let me just say to you this. This person who's about to have a birthday is about to turn 103 years old. Wow. Her name is Mildred Bowers. And her secret to a long life is a tall pint of cold beer every single day. Wow. <laughs> That's her doctor's my orders. Hero. She says, yeah. She's from South Carolina. She will celebrate her uh, 103rd birthday on the last day of August. Uh, she's one of nine girls in her family. She survived the Great Depression, outlived two husbands, and she credits beer as a secret to her longevity. Wow. She's serious about it, too. What a woman. She got the go-ahead from her doctor to drink beer on a regular basis after she shared her love for beer with the nurses at her assisted living facility. <laughs> she said the so doctor, she's at an assisted living yes. facility. Wow. So, yeah. so she and said she the doctor immediately approved, and now she has her pint every day at 4 p.m. That's amazing. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, and she was asked, I love this, whether other seniors should adopt the practice of having a daily beer, and her reply was, yes, if they like it. So Mildred Bowers, 
Uh, I may not be a senior yet, but um, yes, I like it. And here's to Cheers you. Cheers to you, Mr. Happy Children. 103rd birthday. Absolutely. Yeah. Happy birthday. 100%. You are now officially one of my heroes. Mm. Yes. So how's that for a first toast uh, of the week? That is excellent. definitely toast-worthy. Yeah, that, that is. So speaking of toast-worthy, let's get into this uh, scotch. Ian brought uh, – Ian is so good with scotches, and – did we get any of that? I don't know. I don't know if we heard try that. that one more time. Try that for sound effect again. Yes, I got right it. There, right next to that one was quiet. Ah, <laughs> there we go. Oh well. Oh well. You can you can get some of the pouring sound effects. So we're going to pour this. Into so a today glass I brought uh, Glenn Morangi Lasanta. This is a twelve-year-old Glenn Morangi, uh, but it's aged in the uh, or finished in the uh, sherry cask. Mm. Interesting. So this. So this is going to have a different flavor from uh, a lot of the other wood cask yes. uh, aging. This is one of my absolute go-tos. I love this. This an expensive scotch, Ian? I tell you, this is going to run you, I think, in a sixty to eighty dollar mm. range. Bad. It's not bad for a bottle. And oops, I, I over poured one, so I'm just going to fill the other ones up. <laughs> oh yeah, go ahead. This is what I like about my man here. <laughs> <laughs> he We're going to make it even. He doesn't take. One of these over, one of the overpoured ones, and pour it into the others. So we're going to open this up back with the tiniest the splash of water in each one. Just okay. mm-hmm. tiny, tiny splash of water. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's going to open up the aroma and the flavor. We got these big tall glasses because that's what we happen to have right now. But you'll be able to smell that sherry cask right off the bat. Right off so the bat. It's, is this one you? Uh, Found by accident, you said it's kind of a go-to. So how? Okay, did you find so it? Uh, when I was first getting into scotches, I found the Glenmorangie, and the Glenmorangie is a ten-year-old. The original is mm-hmm. a ten-year-old scotch, and it's good. It's just good. Mm-hmm. And uh, as a matter of fact, an odd pairing with that is the Perdomo Champagne mm. and really? the Glenmorangie ten-year-old. And both of them are good at what they do, but together they just. Go Champagne, out of this world. Interesting. Strikes I don't, me as lighter than yeah. something you would and normally. Smell. I don't know why those two go together so well. Right. But uh, I had one of those. I think I had it in a, um, in a uh, you know every month cigar club kind of thing. Right. I mean, I got a promo right. champagne and I started smoking. And one of the things I like to do, and I've said this before on the show, is I like to start smoking a cigar. And mm-hmm. I'll get you know half inch to an inch into it, and then I'll go smell my scotch, mm-hmm. and see, see which one smells like. Yeah. This is going to go with it. Yeah. And the, the Lasanta was the one, uh, or not the Lasanta, but the uh, Glenmorangie was the one that uh, really drew me to it. Well, so I thought if the Glenmorangie is good, then some of the other Glenmorangies are going to be better. Absolutely. So I ended up buying the Lasanta for myself. Uh, my brother brought, uh, bought one of the uh, Quinta Raban, and there's a couple others in the series, and we'll have to talk about those later. But uh, the Lasanta is a mainstay in my uh, in my Scotch collection, it's a hundred percent. It's one of the few that I'll bring in here that is a fuller bottle because I always buy it. Like I always have some. It's so good. And uh, right off the top, when you smell this, you can smell the honey mm-hmm. and the caramel. And I'll just say, almost about, a, I, yeah, caramel. Yeah, I just yeah. took my first taste, mm-hmm. and that was the first thing I got was the honey. Right, yeah. the honey right mm-hmm. off the front and the caramel, but the finish is a dry almost. Almost like you get, uh, like with a sherry, you get that dryness mm-hmm. in the finish, dry oaky finish on it, and uh, and it leaves such a beautiful aftertaste. It goes great with almost every cigar I've had. Um, it doesn't cover up. It I wouldn't have like a ruination with it. 
right. uh, or something like that. But it goes great with almost every cigar. And I wasn't sure what uh, Mike was going to have a smoke today. So I said, you know what? I'm going to bring my safe bet. It's a great scotch. It goes well, great with it, almost everything. It's yeah. pairing beautifully. Right. And I've does. been talking too much. I'm going to turn it over to you yeah, so I yeah. can have some. <laughs> Mike, yeah. tell me, what's your impression of the... Uh, of the Glenmorangie. Well, I, I like it. I like it a lot. I like how it cleans the palate off. Mm-hmm. And when you when you know when you clean the palate off with a scotch, it changes the flavor of the cigar. It makes it even mm-hmm. more complex. It does. And it, and it's, it pairs very well. I'm pulling other flavors now out of yeah. the uh, spark plug, the mm-hmm. CAO spark plug. I'm pulling other flavors out of this that I wasn't necessarily getting before. And that's, mm-hmm. that's what's great about a good pair. I, also, I want you guys to take another sip of this scotch, and I'm going to say one word to you as you finish. And slowly breathe out of your nose when you do this, okay? okay. Butterscotch. Mm. It's right there. Yes, it's mm-hmm. so yes, good. It is. Yes, it and, is. And uh, it's it's one of you, and it's such a smooth and yeah. silky kind of flavor to it. Yeah. And I get wow. that. And like once you think of it, like every breath, you taste that butterscotch on the aftertaste. Mm-hmm. And I, especially, mm-hmm. I just love it. Yeah, that back end, you can really taste. Yep, that butterscotch. that's where it is, and it leaves such a warm finish too. Yes. It's like warm, delicious finish that. That doesn't leave you like smacking your tongue or anything like that. You know, it's just such a nice thing. Now I'm going to try my cigar with it. Yes, it's We're, very good. We are at Friendly Fire Cigars on uh, Derry Ashford Road, 1905 Derry Ashford in Houston, and we're in there, the, the world's friendliest. Uh, not to like try to make a pun, but the world's friendliest cigar lounge. I think it's just open and it's awesome. And I was going to mention this. I wanted to ask you some cigar questions, Mike. Mm-hmm. But uh, before I do, first of all, give us your um, your social media info. How do people find out about you, find you online, um, do their research if they want to before they come in? Sure. Uh, my website is called FriendlyFireCigars.com. My Facebook is Friendly Fire Cigars. Okay. My Twitter is Friendly Fire Sig. It's C I G. Okay, C I G. Okay. And my Instagram is called Cigar Nerd. <laughs> I love it. Cigar nice. Nerd. Cigar Nerd. Is that Cigar Underscore Nerd? Underscore nerd. nerd. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Cigar I have Underscore to say, Nerd. Your website is beautiful. I went to it for the first time this right. last week. And, like, you go to that main page, and there's this amazing. Um, I don't know what you call it. I don't know if it's an animation or if it's an actual guy lighting the cigar. Of a guy lighting the cigar. Oh, it's it's fantastic. It's if you're a cigar fan of any kind, you have to go just to just to see that. It's one of the coolest things I've seen on any cigar website ever. Yeah, you got You got to forgive me because uh, we're trying to get it tweaked out a little bit. We're going to have our lockers on there. You better have lockers. I saw you have a whole section of lockers over right. there for customers when they come in. They have cigars. Yeah, you can put your cigars in there. You can put your favorite beverage in there. It's thirty five dollars a month, and um, it's three eighty five. You pay for the whole year. You get a month free. You get discounts on accessories and discounts on cigars. So it's like it's almost nice. like you're a member of the club. But this club doesn't have such an exclusive feeling to it that it doesn't feel like if you walk in and you don't own a locker, right. And you don't like uh, hang out here all the time that you're sort of an outsider. And there are some places that. You do feel that way it's, a little bit. It's you know? funny. It's funny that you said that because I didn't believe in having. I mean, for certain cigar shops, it works for them. It works for them, but I didn't want a VIP lounge. I believe all my customers are VIP. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I believe all my customers should be treated VIP. It is. It should be nothing exclusive from my everyday customers. I can see. I can see in certain shops where the VIP thing is is. Yeah, it works Desirable. for certain people. Yeah, mm-hmm. it works for certain mm-hmm. people. But I like this. This feels like I could walk in with a bottle. Like a hip bottle 
Yeah, like, yeah. A girl, like a girl that serves shots right. in a bar. One mm-hmm. of those kind of holsters. I, you know, I never thought about that. But I should, <laughs> I get a scotch bottle You see holster. where I went right away, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Scotch, that way uh, we want to walk in. I got a cigar, well, scotch bottle. I, I'll tell you, um, uh, Mike, you, you not only have accomplished that uh, sort of friendly and uh, just inclusive kind of feeling, mm-hmm. but also I have to comment on, uh, when we were in here Saturday, there were a lot of guys in here smoking, right. and I couldn't believe how clear that the air stayed. You yeah, it's pretty must have really invested in your filtration systems. I know we got to go to break here, but I just wanted to compliment you on that. I appreciate fantastic. it. Yeah. yeah, we spent a yeah. lot of time researching and, and getting the best system we can in here, because uh, we want guys to bring their, their wives or their girlfriends, and they right. don't... They they can't stand a lot of smoke around them. Right, so right, right. We got enough. We're only eighteen hundred square foot, but we got enough system in here where we can move at least ten thousand square foot of smoke. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. And the smoke's never like right in my eyes. I love that about this it's place. It's great. It's you're, hard to blow a smoke ring even. Yeah, you're listening to Sip Smoke and Savor. Uh, all right, we're coming back for one more segment. We have a, uh, a churro chocolate porter to taste, and uh, we're going to finish off these cigars and give you our final thoughts. On the spark plug, it's Sip, Smoke, and Savor on Radio Brave. Welcome back, my friends. Sip, Smoke, and Savor. It is the radio program and podcast that is all about craft beer, craft spirits, and fine cigars. And we are enjoying all three of those things This today. is a fine yes. cigar. This is, uh, I have to say, this is one of the best episodes we've done, at least so far. Flavor-wise. For flavor. Yes, yes. absolutely. <laughs> we are just rocking it here. And, of course, in fairness, when we do these in the studio, obviously we don't have cigars in the studio because of the building that we're in. So we're not able to really enjoy the pairing of the cigar with yeah. the brews and with the uh, spirits. But, man, this has been terrific. Mm. We're at Friendly Fire Cigars. Uh, we're at 1905 South Derry Ashford Road in Houston. And um, w- this has been a blast. And uh, several more things we want to talk about. So I want to get to that. But I do want to throw out some social media here. Facebook.com slash sip, smoke, and savor. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can reach us on email, sip, smoke, and savor at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, Mike, why don't you give us these uh, for, this, for the store in the uh, cigar lounge, if you Sure. Will. The website is called friendlyfirecigars.com. The Facebook is called Friendly Fire Cigars. The Twitter is called Friendly Fire Cig, C I G. And Instagram is cigar underscore nerd. <laughs> That's so great. That's my wife. Nerd. So wife, yeah. great. <laughs> Love it. So. <laughs> Love it. So in our last segment here, we want to make sure we leave ourselves time to try the other beer that we uh, that we have brought. And Ian, I saw this. I was at Specs actually, and I saw this, and I thought, okay, this has my buddy written all over it. This is from Moody Tongue Brewing, and it is, and I'm going to get it right this time, a caramelized. Chocolate churro Baltic porter. There's a lot going on. That's a lot of syllables. Yeah, I want you to just pause. On. Let me get this on the. 
All right. There we go. Fair enough. Now we're open. All right. (laughs) So Ian's going to pour, and I think this will be a very interesting pairing with all of the the caramelized and the churro and the chocolate as a part of the flavors of this porter. This should be a very interesting pairing with this spark plug cigar. Mm Uh, I'm I'm actually really excited about this and, and trying to keep myself from just starting to drink it before you guys even get bored. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm a polite guy. I, I, I like to wait my turn. That's oh, good. man. That's How's flavor. that smell? This oh, yeah. It smells wonderful. Oh, boy, it really I does. See, I, I smell the chocolate they're talking I under poured a little bit. There's a tiny bit left, so oh, if I'll anybody take, needs I'll take, I'll take that for you. He's like, like already on top. Yeah, I'm, I'm hard there. at work. Come <laughs> 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 on, let me pour you a little bit. That's good. I'm loving it. Yeah. Mike, we do this every week, just so you know. I mean, you guys got a hard job. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is tough. This is tough. When I have to show up, I'm like, sometimes I wake up in the morning, I'm like, ah, I got to go to work again. Yeah. Wait, I don't wake up in the morning. <laughs> That's totally false. I got you guys. You were looking at me That's for a second. That's my man right there. That's my man. That's Ian Barry. Uh, gotta love it. Um, so, uh, first of all, I just have to say, I really love your shop your cigar lounge oh, i appreciate it uh, i mean this is it's so friendly i know we've said that uh, right. several times but that's the thing about it to me that i liked instantly from the minute i walked in i was like this is so not pretentious i love it you i know? appreciate that it's it's really truly really for real you got a, a cooler of cold drinks up in the front yeah but, uh, you got you know plenty of seating as ian mentioned earlier in the show Dangerously comfortable Dangerously seating. Comfortable seating. I mean, yeah. seriously. Yeah, I appreciate that. Guys. This is just a great place. Uh, let me just say, it, guys, if your wife shops anywhere in the vicinity That's of right. the Energy Corridor, have her drop you off on that Saturday afternoon right. at the Friendly Fire Cigars and come back and pick you up. That way, you're out of her hair. She can buy what, all the shoes, whatever she wants. That's right. While you sit and enjoy something fantastic. Right. Uh, but but I will mention also. And when we came in uh, last Saturday, my wife came with me, sat her the whole time. We talked, and they, oh, yeah, she I doesn't smoke cigars. But this, this place didn't smoke her out, and she enjoyed she smelling what Ian commented, and I were smoking. Yeah, yeah and it was, it was really nice. So well, it's a good one to have your wife nice join Watch too, the Olympics on the big screen. You when know? you have this much, uh, this much air filtration going on, you can kind of enjoy the room note of a cigar. Now, room note's not something we usually talk about with cigars. Mm-hmm. We talk about room note with uh, pipe tobacco a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the problem with cigars is even a great cigar still smells like a cigar the next day. Right. You know, but when you have this much air filtration, you can actually smell what a cigar, uh, you know, you smell the room, room note yep. and, uh-huh. and you right. get that enjoyable smell. And then it's gone. You're right. not stuck with it. It's not right. completely embedded in your clothes. You don't get you know? that Good ashy smell. Never you know, thought which about is, that. Good which point. Is, which is really cool. And it doesn't have that lingering, yeah, exactly, ashy smell the next day and everything. Right. Well, guys, we have waited long enough. Let's well, taste this. I, uh, I already tasted it. Oh, I, I didn't want to say anything. I, I took I was, a little sip. I was way ahead. And the chocolate is so up front. The chocolate is so up front and point. And poignant on this. Wow, the, no kidding. Uh, yeah, it has such a bright flavor wow. for uh, for a porter that, as well. It's like a cherry on the back end too. Yeah, almost, it's almost like the you know that it's, combination of chocolate covered yeah. cherries. You know yeah. that kind of taste. You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like a cherry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's got that porter warmth, but it also it has a brightness to the flavor that you don't usually get with a porter. Yeah. That's really mm-hmm. interesting. That, that was actually one of the first thing I noticed. I like first that. thing I noticed is that brightness is the best way I think to describe yeah, it. Right. Uh, a lot of times. And I don't dislike this, but a lot of times porters have just that sort of dark and sort of murky kind of uh, flavor, which is what you come to expect. I, you don't really expect it to be this 
sort of crisp and bright. Mm-hmm. This, by the way, goes fantastic with a cigar. I just Ooh. this is mm-hmm. a nice pairing too. Like, mm. These two things together, I keep going back and forth now. Mm-hmm. This I have nice. to now. I have to have cigar and this beer. I'm going to buy this again almost immediately. So let me just say to people who are uh, beer aficionados, but you enjoy the lighter uh, side of beers, and you've been maybe a little bit afraid to try some of the heavier things for fear that they'll be too heavy for you to enjoy. Or bitter on the tail. Or bitter on the tail. Right. Yeah. I would suggest this as a great way That's to a good maybe try your first uh, porter. Or no, this your, finishes very clean. It really does. It does. Very clean. You get the... You get the darkness and the fullness of the flavor, yep. but you don't get that sort of overwhelming, oh, my God, like this just punched me in the teeth sort of uh, 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 dark dark beer uh, overwhelmingness. It doesn't you know? have that I'm going to fill you up real quick vibe right. either. Right. Which is really no, that's nice. right. Which is one of the things I always talk about about Guinness. People think that yeah. Guinness is so filling, and it really isn't. It's mm-hmm. actually a much lighter, lighter beer than people think it is, because, but because of... The fact that it's dark and it's got right. the, the yeah, it's big the, flavor. The stouts, but it's not, you know, yeah. yeah, and it's a it's a five percent or under, right? Guinness. Yes, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. And I didn't check the alcohol uh, content on this, but uh, you can probably find it on the bottle there, Ian. But it comes across as almost like a session porter, for lack of a better way to say it. You, you know? may not want a session that's a seven percent. <laughs> oh yeah, I like that Although already. You can probably session it. You just be you know worse that's, for the wear by the end of the six. Actually, pack. that's the kind of session I like. To be, <laughs> to be completely honest with you, uh, you know that's just I'm just I'm just saying. Uh, that's that's how, I mean, well. That's that's my that's style. I, I like. I, you know, it's funny because I find myself drawn to the higher ABVs. ABV being. Uh, uh, the alcohol by volume yeah. is what that means, and I find myself drawn to them not because they are higher ABVs, but because a lot of the beers I like happen to be. And uh, there's something about the flavor of the ABV, the higher ABV beers that mm-hmm. just, you know, that's I generally well, like it, it is great with this cigar. Let me just I tell you, I have to agree too. It's like, that's a happy so, coincidence. So the yeah, the scotch, the, so the first beer we tried, the October Fiesta, paired well with the cigar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the scotch with. and this pair fantastic. Yeah. I think I, pair, I think the, this one right here pairs better. I think maybe this, so. yeah, this beer and this cigar really like the chocolate in the beer, and then the uh, the the cigar and the smokiness of the cigar really really complement each other so well. So we will post uh, photos of both the beer can and the bottles for the scotch and the uh, moody tongue on the uh, Facebook page. Yes. So that if you're looking for these, you can find them. Mike, we have a couple of minutes left. I wanted to uh-huh. ask you a couple of questions. The okay. first is, I, I, I can tell that you're enjoying yourself today, and that makes oh, me yeah. happy. Right. Uh, what were you doing before you embarked on uh, the, the cigar lounge uh, lifestyle? I was a teacher. A teacher? No a kidding. A history teacher. Wow. What, what grades did you teach? I teach eighth grade history. No kidding. I do. Very cool. Wow. Very wow. Cool. So that has to have its own rewards. Yeah, it, you know. it it did. It had it had a lot of rewards. I mean, um, I really enjoyed teaching. Um, uh, I I did it for a couple of years, and, and and then I decided, you know, I really wanted to get into. Cigars. This is a huge career change. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is a career change. That's a it's, big scary step, it, man. Congratulations. Thank you. There's some there's some aspects about teaching I do miss. I mm-hmm. mean, you see the. See, when you see young people actually getting what you're teaching them, the little light in the eyes, yeah, the little yeah, light, yeah, mm-hmm. so you so difference, yeah. you know, I, I do so miss rewarding. that aspect of it. Before we before we wrap up, I wanted just wanted to ask you, what has come out uh, other than what we've smoked today, the uh, the CAO spark plug, 
Can you think of a, another couple of cigars that you're particularly proud to have in the humidor? The Undercrown Shade. Yeah. It's by Liga Pravada, I mean, uh, Drew Estates line. It's by Willie Herrera. Um, he did a phenomenal job blending this cigar. It's a Connecticut wrapper. And people think because it has a Connecticut wrapper that is necessarily that is mild, but it's not. It's the blend that determines the strength of the cigar. That's it's what you had me smoke at the. Uh, yeah, it's a very complex at the soft. Smoke. You opening. loved that. I, yeah. I, yeah. I love that cigar. Wow. I just want to pause wow. real quick and say when I walked in, I said, "What do you recommend I smoke?" And I described what I liked, and that's what you gave me, and I loved it. Yeah. Well. That's the kind of vibe that this shop has. It's one of the reasons we really wanted to come back and do a live show here. Mike, can we can we come back again? Yes, please do. And we, we would love to because we're having uh, we're having a wonderful time. Want to thank you guys for listening. Show notes will be out on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash sip smoke and savor, as well as a link to Friendly Fire Cigars. Uh, we are out of time, so uh, we want to say have a great week. We'll speak to you next week when we talk IPA. Yes, Ian, we're going to talk IPA, the IPA next session. week. Yep. Uh, it's Sip, Smoke, and Savor. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week, and uh, cheers. Cheers. cheers.